cliffcentral.com Welcome, hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Delighted with Rami and Romeo. And Romeo Mabasa is here in the house. What's I'm up, Mabasa? I'm smiling like you see me. <laughs> of course I can see you. I, how you doing, my friend? I'm well, and how are you? I'm awesome, man. Did you miss me? What, what, what kind of a question is that? I, keep I see you almost every day. Okay, we well, talk every 10 minutes. Hey, you, you don't even give me a chance to miss you, so please. <laughs> okay, fine, fine, yeah. fine. Good to see you, though. Good to see you, too. And loving the hair. Thank you, thank Very you. Very bold of you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> we'll take a picture so that we can put it on our page so people can yeah. see what you're talking about. Uh-huh. This is Belighted Show with Rami and Romeo. Welcome one more time. And today we've got an amazing, amazing lineup for you. We've got two beautiful, beautiful and powerful women who we'll be talking to today. And yeah, you must just tune in and just don't touch, don't touch that live streaming. You can tweet us at Belighted Show. And you can also Instagram us, ask us any question. You can find us as well on, um, on, what is that thing? I can't wait. I can't what? wait. Let me talk about podcasts. Podcasts. Podcast. Okay. Okay. So you can actually go to iTunes and you search for yours truly. Romeo and Rami. <laughs> you had to do that. Way. You had to do that. <laughs> you had to do and that. And I tell you, it, the podcast comes up. You are able to actually subscribe and you are sorted. So either way, you are not going to miss anything. But anyway, you can also find us on Skype. Yeah. Yes. So Skype. on Skype, uh, you can find us on Cliff Central Studio. Yes, that's correct. And we still have WeChat as well. Yeah. And on WeChat is simply Cliff Central. I'm old. I didn't know how to use WeChat until we started working at Cliff Central. But you see, the thing is also what you need to do is you must never say jumpy someone. Like, don't, don't, don't. Shoot. Like, you must always act like you know. This is Josie Pen. <laughs> <laughs> I eh? forgive you. <laughs> I yeah. forgive you. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, we we had a couple of feedback last week. Yeah. We uh, about uh, our first show, and uh, not so bad uh, for Pella. We just uh, sw- swim with the sharks. Yes. As they say, and uh, yeah, but also some good feedback, and I think people were saying, you know what, uh, you, you need to solidify. Uh, the vision of the show. Absolutely. Uh, you know, what is the purpose of the show? Yeah. And, uh, you know, I have to give props to you. Uh, you know, having a partner like you makes me sleep better at night. <laughs> okay. No pun intended. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so essentially what that means is that, uh, you know what, uh, Rami's got my back. Completely. Okay, I think I need to stop talking. <laughs> yeah, because you're like, you're like burying so yourself deeper Okay. Okay. Deeper. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me get this right. So, yeah. uh, we, we usually, it's amazing, we actually don't have to meet all the time to plan the show. No. We're actually just on email, you know, on WhatsApp and, and so forth. Yeah. And we put together and, and, you know, essentially the purpose of the show uh, is to enlighten one another. Absolutely. Uh, but I've put a twist to it and I didn't tell you. Uh, <laughs> I actually said, we are going to beat the light bulb out of you. <laughs> You're out of order. You're going to beat the light bulb out of you. <laughs> so we 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 gotta stretch you to really see yourself in a better light. Absolutely. That is why the name be lighted. Yeah. That is why we call be lighted because we believe that each and every person is light, and this is the light that one is born with. And sometimes because of the circumstances and the background that we come from, and some of the obstacles that we meet, yeah. you know, you lose your confidence along the way, and. You forget that you actually have something in you that nobody else has because no one, even if you're twins, no mm. one is a duplicate of another. I so there can say, only be one you. I always say never ever allow your circumstances to override the beauty of being you. I remember that quote is in your book. Oh. Is it not? Really? 
Yes. Oh, okay. Of course, <laughs> I know. And of course, I was, yes. And we also, we are here to encourage one another so that we can light each other up. <laughs> and also, we need to reignite that lost spark. Yeah. If you do have that. And also to awaken those dreams that you had, you know. When we are young, it's easy for us to dream. You know, children are so innocent. We all dream. And then as life happens, mm. you start cutting things off. You realize, oh, that is not possible for me to do. That is a bit difficult. I can't reach that goal. I can't go there. Mm. I can't achieve that. I can't buy that. Yeah. I can't be that, mm. you know. And now this is why we have this show to say to everyone that it is still possible as long as you've got the life mm. in you and yeah. the breath in you. And that I, means <clears throat> you are still unstoppable. Mm. And so I go out then shy. I agree. I agree. And also to our forthcoming guests as well, uh, if we reach out and say, come on the show, the show is a non-threatening environment mm-hmm. that really w- w- we talk about you as an individual. You know, and, and sometimes, you know, because you are on the limelight, people don't realize that you actually have other hobbies. You know, you also are uh, afraid uh, there are things that are challenging you. So sometimes, you know, this is the platform to actually say to people, even though you see me on TV, I'm still human. Absolutely. So this is the platform to come and talk about. <laughs> yeah, it is. It yeah. is that platform. Mm-hmm. So Maramza, yeah. guess who we have in the house? Uh, I'll pretend I didn't see them, Pele. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretend you did not see them. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got... Have you so much happy in the uh, house? You should have waited for a drum roll. Right? Oh, okay. Let's pretend I didn't say that. Okay, do it one more time. Ladies and gentlemen, in the house today, we've got... Mm, Tabiso Matabe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Welcome, Tabla. <laughs> thank you, thank you. You guys have very nice chairs, I must say. Um, <laughs> other radio stations, their chairs are not very fat-friendly. Oh. So, thank you. <laughs> so this one is nice. Um, I, listen, All in company. You're, you're laid back. You're laid back. I'm laid back. You're laid yeah. back. <laughs> no, guys, welcome. Th- yeah, welcome, thank Tabiso. You. Thank you for inviting Can I tell me? people who you are for, like... 10 seconds. Listen, go ahead. I do like hearing people talk about (laughs) (laughs) Tabiso is the owner, the founder, and the brains behind Blackbird Books. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Blackbird Books is that company that just like mushroomed out of nowhere and now has about 12 books under its belt. I, I, I've stopped counting and yeah. maybe I forget some of them. Yeah, sometimes. no, I get it. I'm talking about, I'm talking about the ones I know now. Okay. But I know there's more. I mean, the, I know the other books. No, that no. I, I'm actually scared that you said 12. I'm like, which, which ones? <laughs> which <laughs> ones are they? I would start one by one, but I know that you do. And yeah, she's, she's, she's a publisher and she's got her own amazing company and, uh, she believes in a lot of African stories, African writers. And yeah, we're just wondering, tell us, a bit about what are your thoughts when it comes to African writers and what made you decide, okay, here's Blackbird and this is what I'm going to do because you're just basically focused on black authors. You know, I'm a big believer in uh, that people must do what they know. People must stay in their lanes to say. So if I'm a publisher and I'm doing this work in this literary space, one of the first things I am is that I'm black and the stories that I resonate most with are black stories. So it only made sense for me to concentrate on those because, you know, what you focus on, what you give your entire focus on flourishes better. Um, and it is truly what they said that um, until the lions learn to tell their own story that mm. the, yeah, that's it. The, the, the hunters will the, always... Yeah, so, yeah. The, 
until the until the hunted tell their yes. stories, um, the stories will always glorify the hunter. Or something like that. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and also just on that, uh, so if you hear the other voice on the yeah. other side, yeah. that's how inspirational this show is. <clears throat> this is our second guest. She can't, she can't even wait to. Yeah. Yeah. So this is awesome. to run the show. This is perfect. Continue. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I mean, I started publishing, um, with Jakana Media. I was employed by Jakana Media in 2010 as an intern. Um, and I started publishing probably around 2011, mid, yeah, mid 2011. And after I had my daughter in 2014, I realized that there's, that I'd, I'd, I'd become too comfortable in where I was. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Jakana Media had long ago offered me the opportunity of having the imprint, um, which is Blackbird Books. And I just sort of, I wasn't ready. I was partying. I was, I, I thought I was a baby. And can't tell I was old, <laughs> but um, so it was in 2014 when I when I'd had my child and when I'd had a renewed purpose for life that I took it up and I, I and I'd already been publishing um, black writers and black stories, uh, particularly with memoirs, um, and so I figured I, it was something I would then you know consciously focus on. When I took on Blackbird, and uh, <clears throat> I, you know, as a business mentor, there's, there's, I think there's an element that I don't want us to miss from what you're saying. You, you kind of like also touched on the issue of enterprise development, and enterprise development is I how. I don't know what that means. Yeah, yes. I will explain. Mm. <clears throat> All right. Uh, so, enterprise development is someone within a business offers you an opportunity to branch out. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, so it's part of uh, BEE, where you know, come, uh, you know, like. Uh, the government is encouraging, you know, uh, big businesses to adopt, you know, SMEs, obviously help them set up and so forth. Okay. So that's exactly what happened. But to, to my question to you then would be, uh, you know, that, how, how did you then use that kind of opportunity to branch out, you know, and what kind of support did you get? Remember, we are talking about publishing. And, yeah. uh, it's, and the reason why I'm saying this is because uh, publishing under enterprise development in South Africa is not big. So you actually are a one recipient that actually has experienced that. Yeah. So what it is is that um, because publishing is not big as an industry, um, there's still a lot of, I not how to say, systematic, structural hindrances to one's success in that regard in terms of distribution, especially in terms of distribution. So I still operate from under Jakarta because mm-hmm. what I do is it allows me to concentrate on the talent and concentrate on the work while they handle the logistics, they've got the capabilities and they've got all those years and they've got the, the, the manpower to do it. So for me, that, that is how I manage. I get to do the fun stuff. Um, and I do the stuff that I love. And then there's a little bit of cashing in sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that leads me to my next question when I tell you, um, you say you like doing the fun part. And now my next question was going to be your love for books and literature. And and obviously growing up, how did you know? When did you know? And how has that shaped you growing up, you know, from primary school to high school? You know, how have you been brought up? What way? Why were you into books? What is one of the what, what are the main reasons? Because sometimes people, you know, when you grow up, they say someone is a bookworm because yeah. they're, they're antisocial mm. or they're outcast or whatever the, the, the case might be. But now you, your love for books, something that drew you to books and said, this is where I want to be. What what influenced that? 
I started reading because I was ashamed. It take you way back. Okay. So I was, uh, we had um, these neighbors back at home um, whose son studied here. Um, in Joburg, she went to school at St. Stephen's. Wow. Um, because I think the grandmother's employee, white employers were, had taken in and they were, they were schooling him, basically. Mm-hmm. So he'd come home once in a while and obviously spoke this really amazing English. <laughs> and, um, so we were sitting outside uh, my kitchen, uh, our house one day, and I literally knew three English phrases. I can't see, I don't know, um, and I can't remember the third one. But um, so what I did is I kind of used them interchangeably as he asked me questions. I'd just answer. Like I'd picky picky marble and then just choose one <laughs> and, and, and then just say, um, I don't know. I can't see. I can't see. <laughs> um, and then he asked me something um, to which I answered. I think what the answer was was nowhere near what I should have answered. And he looked at me and didn't know what to do. And then my mother burst out laughing from the kitchen. And that gave him license to laugh. And from then on, I was like, I'm not going to, this is not going to happen to me. I'm going to learn this language. I will conquer this language. And so I started reading. But in my house, the only reading material that there was, was my dad's newspapers. Yeah. My dad is a very religious man in his um, newspaper reading. Everything he does, it's insane. He's like, he's so, he's got routine, man, you know? Yeah. Uh, but he came home, he comes home with newspapers every day. So I started reading those religiously and then they got boring for me. And I don't know, I don't know where those books came from, but I found myself with them. You know, those big condensed reader's digests mm. yes, that yes. they used to be. Mm. Then I found those and those are like the first time I really re- realized, oh gosh, you could get lost in a story and the, you know, you could, there's people, you can follow their lives you can imagine yourself and that's how i got hooked um on books let's talk to someone who is perhaps struggling through the i I love how you bounce back you know through a struggle you find triumph you, you you find strength you find hope you actually discover something that you could do i'm the comeback kid yeah so how do how do we then talk to uh someone who's listening right now and excuse me and thinking I'm, I'm actually deep in this shame. I, ha- I, I see no way out. You know, people are laughing at me. You know, people are calling me names. Mm. But then how do I kind of like rediscover myself and just get out of it and actually become a better person? You know what, Romeo? I am a firm believer in the fact that whether you believe in God, Allah, the universe, powers that be, that there's always a clue. Like the universe, those powers, there's always a clue. You know, you just have to find that clue. And you can't find that clue unless you close the noise out. Mm-hmm. You have to be still. You have to close the noise out and sit down and, 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 and listen. And, and, and listen for this clue because it will be revealed to you. And... One other important thing is if you find yourself in a mess like that, you have to be still, be quiet, and then think, what is the next best step to take? Mm. Like Oprah, my girl, say. (laughs) (laughs) What is the next best step to take? Literally, that helps me through so much because you take the next best step, and then from there on, you take the next best step, and you keep taking those steps until you look back and you're like, my gosh, I got out of that. Yeah. So it it really is about close close the noise out. By noise, I mean log off social media if you have to. Um, you know, 
tell your friends I'm not available for a month, whatever. Be still, be within yourself, know yourself. Hmm. But then Tabitha told me, um, I mean, obviously you're, you're so deep and you're preaching, so much. I'm preaching, you're preaching, you're word. preaching the word already. <laughs> and I, I just, I mean, right now, uh, you are what someone would call a point of light because someone is looking at you, watching your career, seeing uh, your career and seeing how you're blossoming from where you started and to where you are now. So you are definitely a light to someone else. But now, who are your point of lights? Who are the people that when you look at, you can remember that on such a such a date, at such a such a time, this was a turning point in my life because of A, Romeo, who said this, of A, you know, it doesn't make like, but who are those who are your point of lights and where, 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 uh, uh, when were those turning moments in your life that just changed your life completely around? I don't know if I can, I can point at moments specifically, but, um, I'll tell you, Oprah is one of my biggest lights. Yeah. I look up to Oprah so much. I want to be Oprah. My, is that why your, your Twitter handle my is Oprah Twitter Morrison. handle is Oprah Morrison. And the Morrison obviously is for Tony Morrison who, was a writer and a publisher, started off as a publisher in the U.S. and and basically doing what I do now in publishing black writers and black narratives. And I remember when sometime this year, um, Oprah was speaking at um, the Essence Festival in New Orleans, the Essence Festival that's now coming, that's in Durban now. Um, And she was talking about... you know, two days before that, I'd been panicking about just how bad business is in publishing. You know, you make very little money. And when your business is as young as mine is, it's even worse. And I, she was talking and she was talking about um, how when she started her own network, how she had just assumed that everyone that had been watching the Oprah show would kind of come with her to the network. And then she realized that many people didn't have cable. I think they had DSTV. Mm-hmm. And then or the people that had DSTV, some, some of them were on compact. <laughs> and some of them were on compact, compact. Yeah. You to know, the power three. You know, exactly. And then she realized, and, and then she said one of the most humiliating things for her was that unlike you and I, well, not you because you're a celebrity, but... Um, yeah, I did her, an autograph. Her, her failures were public. Yeah. You know, her failures were um, a headline crawl on on the screen of BBC, you know, and and she she had to also be still, find herself again, you know, trust that things were going to work out, and they were, and and then she started talking about the new shows that are happening on on all, which is um. Yeah. Well, there's the Ianla one, and there's, there's the, new, the new series, is the drama series. The, uh, the sugar. Sugar. Oh, no. sugar. Queen Sugar. Queen, Queen Sugar, sugar yes. and there's another one. There's two of them. Mm. And she started talking about them, and then she called um, the directors up on stage and the actors and actresses. And my gosh, like, it was just a sea of black people walking towards that stage. And that was such an affirmation for me that here she, she, she believed in it so much held on. And, and here she, I mean, it was, you know, in America when there's a a, a movie with black people, it's the same black people. Mm. And in those series, it's black, brilliant actors that you've never seen before. So she had done something incredible and given a platform to black people who are talented, who had not had the space to work. And, and for me, those, those are the kind of things I look to when, when things are a little dark and I I was crying, I was up at five o'clock in the morning, something that never happens. And I was on social media. I came across the link. I said they're crying because it affirmed how important the work that I'm doing is.
And of course, uh, if you just tuned in uh, for latecomers, we are talking to our first guest, and her name is uh, Tabiso Mashape. Yes. And uh, she is a mogul. In publishing, especially your uh, short stories. I love how fiction. you think. I'm, I'm loving how you think, uh, Romeo. Yeah. Um, no, Pella, Pella, these are powerful nuggets. So someone might Definitely. be wondering, who is this gorgeous, you know, awesome voice? You know, she's giving me some Definitely. light bulb moments, you know? Definitely. So it's very important that we remind our listeners uh, as such. We're I'm going to, to change my the, Twitter handle to the real <laughs> Oprah Mogul Morrison. <laughs> <laughs> Just Tell that. Okay, and now, uh, just to, okay. What are your dreams? What What is your dream for black authors or for authors as a whole? Because I know the way, I know you get a lot of submissions for, for books. I want to know, how do you pick them? How do you know this it, this is it? And on top of that, the ones that you have, the ones that you're looking for, what are your dreams for them? Well, how do I pick books? Um, this is going to sound a little woo-woo. But <laughs> new word. You remind I me of Johnny who, Gill. <laughs> woo, woo, woo. What's that song? <laughs> no, no. It was. It was. There we go. Yeah, it's, no, it's not Johnny Gill. It's um. Gregor Rabo. Yeah. No, Gregor. Yeah, maybe. I don't remember. Okay, let's stop exposing ourselves. Please continue. So, I there's um, so, you know when you're working towards a thing. So if you decide, I'm going to um try and find books that speak to black male vulnerability in the country, for example. Mm-hmm. So you, when the submissions come in, it's, it's, it's the gut feeling that I get when I read something. I get a, a feeling. I don't know if that makes me special. Yeah. My gut speaks to me. You are special. But, <laughs> but mostly it's, it's, it's usually it's, of course, I'm, I am looking at certain things I'm always on the lookout for. Um, and then when I get a submission is the gut feeling. Sometimes a book is not particularly well written, but you, then you say, but there's something. It is that thing. Yeah. It's got that thing and you can, um, <laughs> and you know, you can panel beat it out of uh, you, uh, that thing yeah. mm. out of the mess that the manuscript is. Yeah. Um, and what is my dream? For authors, my authors, all authors in the country, is is for writers to be able to make money out of their living. Mm-hmm. Right now, the pittance they get out of their writing is shameful. It is soul crushing. Mm. Wow. Yeah, I, I think also you know it's just that uh, we we're running out of time. But uh, already, we, we, yeah, we we needed to look at uh, the differences between commercial publishing. And indie or, you know, self-publishing. Because I think, for example, uh, Rami and I, would, we actually, would, we actually made money from the, from the books. Yes. We actually made decent money because you understand there's, there's not a lot of people that can come and put their hands on our final product. Uh, you know, because obviously it's hard work because yeah. you have no net- networks, you have no vehicle, you have no arenas. But wherever yeah. you can sell, that's it. And I, I actually remember I, I, I flew to Devon and I decided that I'm going to sell my book to five people I don't know. And that's exactly what I did. So it's, it's, it's all about how resourceful can you be? You can have the best product, but if you don't create your own resources and platforms, you're not going to go uh, very far. So yeah. before we let you go, I think it's important that we, we also tell people how they can 
you know, contact you? You know, how can people get hold of you? Obviously, we're not saying give you a private number. Uh, you'll get calls uh, from... Uh, My number's uh, on the internet, unfortunately <laughs> for me. Yeah, but <laughs> I think uh, for, for me, before you leave, please let, let our listeners know how they can uh, get hold of you. Well, one, I'm on Twitter as Tabiso Bonita. Um, and don't, don't invite me on Facebook. Don't send me messages on Facebook because it takes me forever to see them and to respond to them. Um, and you can email me at tabiso at jakana.co.za. But just remember, please, that email is not instant messaging. Um, so I will get to it. it. It might not be in that day or that week, but I will get your email eventually. Absolutely. Uh, thank you so much, Taviso, for, for hanging around and telling us about a bit of you, a little bit, and for all the enlightenment. And, but before, I know you, we just like done with your part of the interview, but you're going to stay so that you can chip in when we do the next half of the interview. <laughs> okay. And now just to link that, Romeo, one, one of the questions that I wanted to ask you, Taviso, especially because Renata Stirman is here, guys. Yay! Yeah, Renata's yeah. here! So yeah. what we want to do, I want to ask you because Renata was in Happiness is a Four-Letter Word, the movie. Yes. And you have read Happiness is a Four-Letter Word, the book. But mm-hmm. I'm not just talking about happiness as, as it is, but what are your feelings about uh, books that are converted into movies? Uh, do you have, I know some of them, they do them really, really well. Some of them, they don't do them that well. And how, how does one bridge the gap to that? And what are your thoughts around that? Uh, movies that are taken from a book instead of just a movie that is turned into a book. Well, the movies are almost, ne- they almost never capture the book. Yeah. It, it is such a rare thing. Um, so, and, and also, I mean, the two mediums live in different worlds and have to um, adhere to different parameters and all of that. So it is, it is um, expected that it will happen like that, but honestly, and I'm not buying face here, but um, (laughs) I read, I read happiness. Um, I enjoyed it. And then I watched the movie and I enjoyed it for different reasons. Mm. You know, I did. It wasn't, so it, it doesn't always work out. I don't think if you've seen it, if you've read a book, yeah. Honestly, I, I I never do watch the movie. I I watched Happiness because I mean it was a huge thing, uh, for local film for us to do to go and support and I mean what a thing, hey. Um, but um, I don't I don't usually if I've if I've seen the book I fell asleep during, um, Eat Pray Love and listen, <laughs> Eat Pray Love was one of my favorite books ever. Julia Roberts is the best actress ever. My absolute fave. I fell asleep during the movie. I, I just couldn't. Yeah, because I was asking, um, a lot of people do say that. And sometimes you, you wonder, is it from just a normal viewer's point of view? Because when you read a book, you start having your own characters in your head. You visualize it. You, they paint a particular picture. You see the street. You imagine this guy nicely mm. chiseled and everything. And then you're thinking you're expecting a dark chocolate like Romeo. Yeah. Then, then he comes thing. out focus. looking. Focus. No, I, I, it's a point. <laughs> it's a point of focus. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 it's like then your dreams are crushed. It's like sometimes you think, I wish you couldn't have touched it. But yeah. hey, but then you then you get Harry Potter, for instance. I don't I, I don't know what that, that is. That, I don't recognize that. Don't have feelings <laughs> about that. <laughs> and yes, I forget to tell you that this woman is just so 
random <laughs> and just so blunt and everything. So it's like you're not recognizing it. No, no, I, I, I don't and know. And still what sold millions no and millions of dollars, you know. And people ran to the box office. They bought the books and they every, they did all of that. So it was. All that, so to speak. But then since you don't recognize it, I suppose don't. Uh, my, my, my objection is not recognized. I'll take my seat. Yeah. <laughs> Things that must happen before 5 p.m. <laughs> Tavisa, thank you so much for, you know, el- for that enlightening moment. Thank you so but, much for uh, having me. You will stay on and obviously uh, add uh, some of your brilliance I and wisdom gonna as well. I know she's going to throw it in. Definitely, yeah. she's gonna throw it in, yeah. guys. But can I just say, can I can I have a, like a starstruck moment before I go? Before you let me go, Renata used to be one of my favorite actresses on Scandal, oh yeah. And I cannot believe. And I mean, if you guys are talking about and you know, belighted, the fact that I I before I would come to Joburg and all these people I used to watch on TV, and today I'm sitting right across from <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> guys. Yeah. Hello. Like, hello. Light bulb. There's your light, light bulb, bulb moment. There's yeah. your light bulb right there. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Anyway, goodbye. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and that was Tavisa Matapi. We're going to take a break And when we come back We are back with Miss Renata Stirman Yeah Whatever your term of endearment For your prize rod Four banger Four buy Barge Beamer Beater Benz Big rig Bike Breezer Chori Chopper Clanker Crotch rocket Genka Jero cruiser Hog Hobdy Hypermiler Jalopy Junker Combi Lambo Land barge Pimp mobile Pocket rocket Puddle jumper Render rock scoot Shagging wagon Shitbox Sled Tank Warrant wagon Whoopee there's only one place to visit if you're looking to buy a new vehicle, autotrader.co.za. With simple navigation and over 62,000 cars to choose from, it's a no-brainer. Visit autotrader.co.za today and find your next set of wheels. And we are back. Back in, back the-, in the game with yeah. the ultimate, the Talented, the beautiful, keep talking, there, keep talking. dimpled, uh, there, beautiful teeth, Aye. there, amazing smile. Ooh. Yo, I can go on and on and be on lighted, for baby. days. On belighted, we've got that's the characteristics of exactly belighted. The show, the belighted Renata Stirman. She is in the house. Yeah, yeah welcome. Well yeah, done. wow, <laughs> thanks, friend. That was an amazing intro. Yeah. I feel like you should come with me everywhere. <laughs> and I can get just you as I walk yeah. in, just say all those things. <laughs> Absolutely, we'll light a candle and some incense. <laughs> Renata, besides being on, uh, okay, besides you knowing me and you knowing me and whatever that it is that we, <laughs> I have never, and I'm, I'm telling you, a lot of people will attest to this. I've never seen an actress being so crushed on. Like you. <laughs> seriously. Yeah, no, that's, that's correct. Yeah. Listen, now I know you're my friend. <laughs> no, seriously. No, 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 I mean, but yeah, I, I mean, agree. Like, yo, the people that would just be coming, they'll be like, oh no, but I just love how the dimple is sitting. I'm like, sorry? <laughs> is, is that what are you talking about? I know half of the population have dimples. Oh, What's so special gosh, about guys. that one? That one on Renata. Can you I know? tell you? Can I tell you? I think if there's one thing that you gotta appreciate about yourself, is how dignity has followed you all your life. And I think uh, you've never lost your cool. I mean, we all have our moments. Yes. But to the best <laughs> of our abilities, we've, we've kept it together. We, we keep our, our moments to ourselves. Yeah. But yeah. the most important thing is, through it all, you never lose your reputation. Yeah. Uh, thank you for that, Romeo. Um, I think uh, I, I keep my different parts of my life very separate. Mm. And I think only a few people 
have seen yeah. all the parts. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, my work and what I do in public is fine for the public, and and I like to keep everything else, you know, my personal space, Renata, as far away from from most of the limelight as I can manage. Okay, but then what I can tell you now is that Renata is actually now, she might not have let everyone into her personal life, but she's definitely let people into her kitchen. Renata (laughs) bakes. She makes the most amazing cakes. I believe so. You make cakes and interior decorations. Listen, I make I make things nice, you know. I make rooms <laughs> nice. I make cakes nice. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I, I have a um, sort of a small uh, business called Baked Baronata, and yeah. and I just started off with servicing my friends and people who knew that I baked, and it's kind of, you know, it's kind of expanded quite nicely. <laughs> and how long has it? How long has it been now? Um, it's been. This year, I mean, obviously, I've not it's baked for this year, yeah. mm. but I've baked since I was uh, very young, very small. I, I mean, I started baking with my mother at home, and she started baking with her father, um, and so that's where my love for for cooking and baking comes from. And I had never really thought of it as something that I could do as a business because it was something that I just did, and I liked doing it. It wasn't a, an issue, you know, it was just something mm. I enjoyed doing. If I put you on the spot, mm. what comes first, acting or baking? Acting. <laughs> <laughs> Romeo, is that a spot? <laughs> you missed a spot. That was not a spot. Is that a spot? <laughs> Can I tell you? I, there's an alphabet for that spot. Uh, that is yes. a Q spot. Uh, it is very far away from G. It's not an F. It's not an E. It's not even an A or an I. But you're uh, like see. so far removed. <laughs> but you can see, I was just, it's like, Expel the moment thing. Bam. Yeah, that was a Q spot. Okay, a Q. Okay, fact, I'll, I'll, I'll stay in my lane on the, on the W spot. I'll stay on my lane. Thank you. <laughs> but I remember the W spot. <laughs> that is so funny. Put <laughs> When are you full of jokes? Jokes are around you. Okay, Renata. Mm. I know right now at this very moment you're doing a show at the theater mm. uh, at Mandela. At uh, Auto and General Theatre on the Square. Okay, is they don't call it Nelson Mandela Square Theatre. No, they don't. Oh, okay, yeah, no. that's what it they, is. They, they, the, location. They, um, the location. The location yes. is Nelson is, Mandela Square. In yeah, Sanson, in, yeah. Okay, but the theatre is called the Auto and General Theatre on the Square. Okay, okay. You just and did like free advertising I for did, the in general. <laughs> no, for the theatre. <laughs> okay, now the, the show is called, called Suddenly the Storm. Suddenly the Storm. I've, I, I watched Suddenly <laughs> the Storm when it was at the market. Then I watched it. Uh, op- I came for opening night. And the, tw- the two times I've seen it, I've watched this, I've cried all the time. It's an amazing, amazing production. Mm. But now, uh, and I'm going to ask, ask you all these questions mm. like I'm not even an actress. <laughs> okay. And then I'm, I'm going to put you on the spot and hopefully it's not as close to Romeo's Q spot. <laughs> Maybe mine is an E or an F, very mm. quite close to the G. Mm. That, um, how do we choose mm. between theater, soapy, mm. Film mm. and series, mm. because those are four different elements altogether. They are, and and then for me, what I have always wanted my career to be is I wanted to be able to move in those spaces equally. I wanted to know that. Um, obviously, I come from theatre. I studied um, drama, and it was theatre based. Um, so, and as a child, I I grew up in children's theatre doing children's theater so that is um sort of my i don't want to say my comfort zone but it 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 was my introduction into this world that i love so much and so 
uh, theater would always be one of the mediums that I would have to do. It's something that fills me up. It's something where I can go and learn, relearn again the things that can fall by the wayside when you do television. Television is sort of like, I don't want to say it's the fast food of of what it is that I do, but there is a fast food element, especially when it comes to sort of soapies. You know, mm-hmm. it's um, high pressure. It's uh, we have to shoot a lot of pages in a day. We have to get the day in. You know, yeah, twenty two um, scenes. Twenty two scenes, and you have to, you have to be in and out. And tomorrow you have to be back, and you have to do the same thing again. And and it can sometimes feel a bit like a like a production line. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I've got a I've got a very uh, interesting question to you, Ra. Okay. Mm. And I've actually observed that Rami actually does this with most of her friends. Mm. And maybe that, maybe that you guys are here will attest to that. Mm. Uh, we live in a culture where people will support what you do verbally, but they will never pay for it. Mm. Uh, but I've seen what Rami does with her friends. She actually would go to a concert. She would come to your show and pay for it. Mm. Uh, what is the significance of building those kind of friendships, especially in the society that we live in? And I, I think it, w- it would be nice to actually hear your views, mm. uh, both of you. Yeah. Um, do you know, for me, uh, what it means is that um, you're not just paying lip service to someone. You're actually saying to them, uh, I respect what you do. I see what you do. Um, it's important to me that I come and I'm there for you, whether it's on opening night or I come another time and I bring four other people um, to say, I'm proud of what this person is doing, but I respect them as a professional as well. Mm-hmm. You know, because I mean, you can, you can love your friends and you can support them in all kinds of ways. Um, but, but when you come and you buy an album, you pay for a show, you buy the book, um, you're saying to them, I, I believe in what, what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I see you and I recognize your talent, your ability, your professionalism, all of those things. And so, and that's how we grow our communities. You know, these friends of mine who started out this helping me with this cake business, they were buying cakes from me to say, we know we've had them. They're good. But now we're buying them and we're saying, uh, when we make this little circle bigger here, um, we include other people mm-hmm. and, 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 and we spread that around. So next time in our circle, when it's, oh, this person does that, let's, let's focus our energies on them and let's yeah. help each other grow in yeah. our, in our, in, yeah. in our little yeah. corners, you know? So, Rami, what, what is the significance then of actually, even though you know you can get the VIP ticket, but then you opt to pay anyway? Why do you do that? Yeah, that's exactly what Renata is saying. For me, it's also putting, it's like you put worth as well, because, you know, other, we can't dispute the fact that a lot of people's work is based on their worth. And that worth is sometimes measured in monetary terms. Mm. You know, I mean, the other day I paid for, mm. for Casper's VIP ticket and then mm. you could have organized a uh, freebies. I'm like, yes, mm. I know I could mm. have organized freebies, mm. but I wanted to support this dream, this dream, this history that is being mm. made. I want to say I was part of it. And yes, the ticket was 450, but for me, it feels like everything. Those are like a collective of monies mm. that together it's like, I don't think everyone was just bored. And I think this whole thing of, uh, I, I'm using Casper as an example because it's the latest one of, of him filling the dome first, then mm. saying we're filling Orlando, then mm. he's filling, um, F&B. FNB. Mm. It's, it's like we are supporting this dream. We wanted, mm. we wanted to 
make sure that it we want to make sure that it really really happens we want to make it possible mm. you know and i think with within our industry as well when we support each other when we when we 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 do you know we do a whole lot of not and we don't just support in front of everyone's eyes mm. there are a lot of things that we invest in privately privately mm. and mm. then you know that okay you need 10,000 rands to print your book. You know what? I'm going to give you 10,000 rands. Go print your book. Mm. And when your book is out there and all of that, and people are like, oh, you managed to write a book and everything. And neither can you like, yeah, I know. Mm. Is that 10,000 so-and-so gave to me? Is a 5,000, the 300, the 2,000? It's all of that. That's how we mm. support each other. Next time we yeah. should actually talk about uh, when we go out as friends and there's always that one friend, you know, who's always forgotten their wallet <laughs> or they, they, uh, come the bill, they are in the restroom for <clears throat> two hours and then they know everybody will cover the bill. Absolutely. So, you know, all I'm saying is, you know, being, you know, in a friendship, uh, with stingy people or being in friendship with parasites, it can be a bit painful. And that's why actually I actually brought on this point mm-hmm. to say be a friend not only by lip service, but also support each other financially. Absolutely. That is so, so true. What time is the podcast going to be up? Because Immediately. I need to, I need my friends, um, from back home to, um, <laughs> to hear this, to hear this, this because I don't think pe- people understand what I do. Like this publishing thing, they don't get it. Mm. So they, they, so they're always saying, uh, when are you coming home? Please bring me a book. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Please bring my children yeah. books. Yeah. Yeah. And I always say, <laughs> yeah. And I leave it there because how do I even explain exactly. that guys, you have to buy. Like mm. if, if you take a book, it's like you opening my wallet and taking out 200 rands. Mm. Yeah. And you wouldn't do that. Absolutely. So yeah. Anyway, bye. Okay. okay no, no. <laughs> I like Okay, Renata. Okay, Renata. Now, if you just tune in, by the way, we are talking to Renata Stirman, an actress. She was on Happiness is a Four Letter Word, and right now she's on Suddenly the Storm mm. at the Auto General, General Theatre at the Mandela Square. Yes, I got that right. Ne? What time? Okay. What time is the show? So the it's shows a- are Tuesdays to Saturdays, mm. um, uh, quarter past eight. Uh, and on a Saturday, we have two shows. We have one at five and one at quarter past eight. Yeah, just while you're at it, you'll say it again. What's your Twitter handle? My Twitter handle is my whole name, Renata Steedman. <laughs> yeah. Basic. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. That's a good way of doing it. <laughs> and uh Renata, I wanted to because sometimes people think you just happened. Okay, you, you did say that you, you did children's theater like from a very young age. Mm. But then other people they kind of happen to T V or happen to you know what I mean? I, I you know, but, I don't think anyone happens. I think know, I think there's a time where you you uh, you get to know yeah. about someone. Yes. But yes. that doesn't mean that that That's person exactly, was like you just exactly. sitting in their house chilling and then one day they just then happened. Like, wow. And then they were just there. From? Yeah. No, that I, don't, is true. I don't think anyone who, who is serious this about their craft, their craft happens. happens. I think uh-huh. they are just chipping away at it slowly, slowly. Uh, doing whatever jobs here, there, wherever until opportunity and preparation and fate and all those things meet at one uh-huh. point. And then you see them and, and you're, you're like, hit. I can't believe it. Eh? She hit. just came from nowhere. We never knew who she was. And now she's everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That, that extra voice over, uh, just like, it's just like for you free. Know, people, for free. Are, people are always like, I just, uh, now you're everywhere. I see you in the sunlight ad. This woman came to me and pick and buy you everywhere now. And I'm like, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, babe. No. <laughs> okay. And speaking of trade, what I wanted to, to tell, uh, to tell the listeners was that, you actually did 
ballet for quite some time. <laughs> I did, friend. I did for about 10, uh, 10 or 12 years, a substantial amount. And you still have your point. I, I, I mean, it's there somewhere, I'm sure. <laughs> Muscle memory, right? I mean, yeah. so what? It's been 10 years. <laughs> I did do ballet, I did ballet for about 10 years. Okay, yeah. and if, if, Renata, if there were two things mm. that you would change about our industry, the South African entertainment industry, what would they be and why oh, for the life of whiz, me? Rami, you got me on a okay, bad maybe not, day. Not necessarily. Oh, oh sh- <laughs> you're going to go to town, right? Oh, you got me oh, on a bad day. Okay, I'm just going to step back day. and let you say it. No, no, no. You got me on a bad day. Guys, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, there is this perception that actors live on air. You know mm. what I mean? Like you see people, they are working. You see them. They, oh, look at Renate. <gasps> She's doing a play. And uh, she did happiness And woo, life is great And little do you know How difficult it is To get paid for the work that you mm. do mm. And so for me Something that, that really, really frustrates me And something that I would I, I don't even know where to begin to change it Is this concept of like uh, Actors can just wait You can just yeah. wait to get paid There are more important things That we need to pay first And, and the minute you voice um, anything about that It's Oh here we go Oh I see You think you're special now hey? We're not going to hire you Hey you think you're special Because you're in that movie Oh no honey you're not yeah. And it's not about that It's about the fact that This is what I do for a living So that means it's my life mm. It's food It's house It's petrol yeah. It's everything that any other person on earth needs To pay to live this is what I'm doing, but somehow it is so acceptable to, and, and please, I'm not putting actors on some amazing pedestal above some person who's done wonders, mm. real wonders in the world. But what I'm saying is, is that this is still a job mm. and we provide a service and at the end of the day, we have to be paid. And it's amazing to me when it's time to pay the stories that come up. No, the, 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 you can just wait. Sorry, hey, we're just waiting for that other payment from whoever, whoever. So I'm sorry, you're just going to have to wait. Mm. You know, just the disrespect that happens. And, and for me, that is something that I would, that I would like to change about our industry. Yeah. It's just to say that we're, we're not trying to say we're more than or more special or whatever. We're just saying we've done a job. Have respect enough to pay us on time the way you, you would for anyone. Mm-hmm. There's no other profession that you can go to and say to the person, well, I'm just still waiting for that, whatever, whatever. So you're just going to have to wait, eh? Yeah, Thanks. take some groceries just, out just, of Woolies. Just and wait. Listen, yeah, waiting, yeah. yeah, I'm just waiting. They're, they're, we don't live in that kind of world. Yeah. We don't function in a world like that, you know. So that is something for me that I it, – it, it really disheartens me because I know so many actors who are – Pouring themselves into the work that they do, who go above and beyond, who, um, but, but the respect, just basic respect is not there. As a professional, the respect is not there. Mm. So, yeah, that's, I mean, you just call yeah. me. Okay. 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 <laughs> On a day. <laughs> I hear you. Okay. That, and that is Does true. that feel better? Does yeah. it though? Or would an SMS from my bank feel better? <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. <we're laughs> 
Every time the conversation gets, uh, you know, interesting, <laughs> we have to be worried about time. Yeah. And uh, yeah, man, it's, 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 it's really awesome to, to, to hear such wisdom that you have mm. and all the other amazing things that you're doing with mm. your life. And I think also, uh, you know, you kind of like are speaking to the concept of not, not putting your eggs in one basket. Mm. You know, you gotta, you know, explore all your talents and, mm. but the beauty of it is make sure that your talents make you money while you're at it. Yes. And make sure that, um, that you really do love those things yeah. that you can put in the extra hours that it takes. So when I think a cake is going to take me maybe two hours, one, one, the baking part. And then maybe I think the decorating part might, might, might take me another two hours and it doesn't. Maybe it takes me three hours or four hours or whatever. That, that is something that is time that you are happy to put in mm. and that, um, it doesn't feel like a struggle for you to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. So for me, the interests that I have are varied, but they, um, they can consume me. You mm-hmm. know, I'm happy to dive in there and be in there, you know, and for whatever it needs. <laughs> Thank you so much, Renata. But before we go in 10 seconds, oh, what has been that moment, your light bulb moment or your belighted moment or, who is your point of light or? Gosh. Yeah. I have so what? many, I have, I, I have, I really have so many, uh, points of light in my life. I'm very yeah. fortunate in that sense. My parents, um, obviously because I've had many instances where I've needed to speak to them about something that I was struggling with and they offered me some kind of advice or support that said, it's fine. Mm. It doesn't matter. Whatever happens though, know that we are here. Uh. So I think for me, that's, would have to be my biggest And then my friends I have so many amazing friends Like uh, mm. You know This woman right here <laughs> Oh you stop <laughs> Well thank you so much ladies We have run out of time Can you believe it We need more time We need more time You guys Both of you You are light Completely you, Thank you You, you light you. up the world You light up the country And Romeo mm. <laughs> she, she closed it with a bye bye And Romeo um, <laughs> Just tell everyone Where to get hold of us And of course The podcast is going to be available yeah. Immediately after the show all right, so uh, if you if you do want to interact with the show, uh, you'll find us Be Lighted Show. That's the name of the show. If you actually search on Google, uh, the metadata will take you to all the various uh, platforms. But for me, uh, in closing, I always, by the way, I, I, I go through your timeline when I run me. And what you don't realize, I, I would actually pick up uh, one of the best tweets that, according to me, you've said. And one that I saw and that really captured me was uh, you were responding to a Twitter view. And then we're saying some people... Uh, promise exposure. I mean, some people promising you exposure will hire someone else when there's budget. Mm. It will make you, you, it will make you bitter about your craft. Mm. Put a price on it. Mm-hmm. That for me was very powerful. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. Come back next week Wednesday. We're back and the podcast is available immediately after the show. Have uh, a beautiful, five. beautiful, beautiful day and be like From 5 p.m. the podcast is available. Oh, yeah. From 5. And well, thank you so much, our guests. <laughs> thank, thank you so, you so much. Thank you for having us. Renata, thank, thank you. you. Guys. Bye. Bye. Right, bye. <laughs> Cliffcentral.com.